That's what all football players are millionaires. All football players are millionaires, don't you know? Talk to a millionaire right now. Board Wrestling Fan Radio, episode number 173 on Think So Joe, along with Noyce. Hello. JT. Hello. And from the Cleveland Browns, Mr. Gary Barnage returns. How you doing? Ah, so you you went to, uh, we were just talking before the show that JT bought your jersey and Mark was under the impression that uh, all football players are millionaires. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> there you go, he's not a millionaire. <laughs> not all it takes multiple years to get there. <laughs> he said you could probably still buy TNA at this point. Yeah. <laughs> well, you have enough to uh, to to go to WrestleMania and treat people to uh, go to WrestleMania with you and and uh, D'Angelo Williams, uh, who is now a Pittsburgh Steeler, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. Okay. Um, but a heels hand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No more no more Panthers for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> now you're AFC rivals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a message on Skype. It's G. He has no audio. He's not in the call. He's not even in the call. Yeah, he's not even in the call. Yeah. Let's try that again. <laughs> Add people to this call. <laughs> hey, I'm looking at the. Uh, you, you actually brought three people to WrestleMania this year. Well, we brought two, and then one of my uh, teammates from Cleveland, he was in uh, Stanford area because he went to Stanford, so we got him to come along, too. He joined in with us. It was his first time, so we got to dress him up as well. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> now, looking at the outfits, there's nothing really crazy uh, this year. Like, like you got the one guy uh, dressed head-to-toe in blue. But the rest yeah, of that was actually a onesie. Yeah, it's, it, the rest of them aren't that bad, sure. honestly. <laughs> I didn't want to get kicked out for dressing up as wrestlers. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, well, we just we try to find something that's very weird and different. So we got all of our stuff from a thrift store this year. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> How was the new stadium? This was your. This, I think this was your first time being in a new stadium. It was. It was very nice. It was very nice. Uh, it looks beautiful. Um, it was different when you had football versus. Uh, wrestling because there's so many more people with wrestling because right. of the field no longer the field it's crazy <laughs> you guys had good seats too I, I saw your pictures you were posting yeah we were uh, 12 rows back from the front oh that's awesome <laughs> so so did you guys do the whole weekend or did you just go for Wrestlemania How, how'd you do it so we, we go to Access for one day and we do all of our shopping wise like if we're going to buy clothes for Wrestlemania we do it there because it's we have more of a selection and then we just do uh, we make a vacation out of it when we go so this year we went to Alcatraz we saw went to Golden Gate Bridge we went to the uh, the Redwood Forest or whatever so we did all that stuff we make a vacation out of it that's awesome man I'm, I'm hoping to uh, be able to do a little bit of that in Dallas next year I'm sure you'll be uh, attending there as well I will be, and I saw a more interesting story about Undertaker today, so I was very happy about it. Really? Possible Undertaker staying at WrestleMania 32. They were shared lockers, and they were together at the WrestleMania discussing stuff. Yeah, that picture of him at the airport. Right. 
he said he felt great after the match too so that was good that's good yeah I think that just reinforces that yes Brock Lesnar is the problem <laughs> <laughs> well, how many how many Wrestlemania matches has Brock Lesnar had where somebody didn't get knocked out <laughs> of all the ones he's had <laughs> Did, did, he didn't knock out Goldberg, did he? No, but he got—he <laughs> just stunk up the arena. <laughs> he got—he got knocked out at WrestleMania 19, and then he knocked out. Well, he, he knocked some of the fans out by being so boring. Yeah, he got knocked out at 19, and then uh, Triple H knocked him out at at uh, 29, and <laughs> he knocked out the Undertaker last year. So <laughs> he that died in 19. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I, I was there. That was that was terrifying. <laughs> Even from the upper deck of the stadium. So next year, you're regular on the show here, Gary. We have another regular on the show. His name's David Fuller, and he runs a promotion down in Fort Worth, Texas, and he has a show on the Thursday prior to WrestleMania that's going to feature Jim Cornette. Uh, so if that's something you're interested in, I'll get you the details on that. And okay. It, and I might actually be a part of that, so that's actually pretty cool. <laughs> nice. See, that's the other problem with me and WrestleMania is you, you guys make like a vacation out of it. And I, I would really like to do that. But see, the thing is, I never have any time. See, that's right around the time of the year that I get my vacation time. But it's usually either right before or right after. WrestleMania is either right, usually right before I get my vacation time. So I never have the time to go to, go to WrestleMania. That's uh, You definitely got to do it. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely worth the trip if you haven't done it. Uh, I mean... Uh, I could sit here and try and describe the atmosphere for you, and I'm sure Gary could try and sit here and describe the atmosphere for you, but uh, I'm sure he'll agree with me that there's nothing like it. Yeah, I actually, uh, Fox Sports approached me about writing a, a story about wrestling. So I actually wrote a story right before WrestleMania, and they posted it and everything, and it talks about WrestleMania and the experience you get and all that kind of stuff. There you go. You can go on Fox Sports, and you can read Gary's uh, thoughts on the atmosphere of WrestleMania, which is just incredible. So what's the next event? It is definitely something that you'll never forget. Uh, so how is this compared to other WrestleManias you've been to? Uh, it was definitely one of the best ones in recent years. I'm not going to top it with, uh, I believe it was 28, the last HBK WrestleMania, I think it was 28. Yeah, that's 29. Right. Was, 28 had to be 28. But, uh, that one was probably my favorite because HBK is my favorite wrestler, so I get to see him wrestle The Undertaker, and the match was the match of the night. So that, to me, was my favorite WrestleMania that I've been to, but this one is right behind it, I think, because all the matches were pretty good and kept you on your toes. You never know what was going to happen, which was good. That's, uh, that's always good. So what's the, uh, what's the next uh, event you're planning on going to? Uh, actually, head back to Cleveland on uh, next on this coming Friday. Start back work, so I'll be doing that, and then we'll see when when that another. I know we're all come to Cleveland in June, so I might try to hit that again. You should go to Extreme Rules. <laughs> yeah, I thought about it, but my agent actually is based in Chicago, but I it's literally the week after we start back, and uh -huh. I can't miss a Monday workout. Cause I'll have to miss Monday. There won't be a fight back that night, so <laughs> I'll have to miss a Monday workout, and I can't do it. Uh. Ah. <laughs> oh, I would. So you're looking forward to this next season? Are we going to get to see you more often on the field? Ah, uh, well, that's the plan. We'll see. I don't I don't make those calls, though. That's <laughs> the coach's decision. From what I saw, we got me, Jim Jay, and we just signed Rock Hollywood. We'll play with Jim Jay in Arizona, so 
who knows what's going to happen. We'll find out as soon as we get back and get rolling. I'm looking forward to it, though, either way. Uh, I hope we do get to see you. Are you guys playing in Buffalo, or is Buffalo playing at Cleveland this year? Do you know? I would, I would think if they'd come to us, because we went to them last year. Right. But I don't know. We'll have to look into that. If you guys are coming to Buffalo. I, I know we have two West Coast games this year. We go to Seattle, and I believe either Oakland or San Diego, but I'm not sure. Cool, man. Uh yeah, I mean, if you guys come to, next time you're in Buffalo, we are going to go see you. We, we wanted to go last year. We just couldn't for some reason. <laughs> yeah, and we got hurt, so we, we would have been sad. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a great game for us. It looks like you got some competition this year with, uh, with the way they're, they're stacking up. Here. Oh, I'm sorry, you broke up. I said it, it looks like you got some uh, serious competition here, the way they're starting to stack up here in Buffalo. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's... Hey, that's why every year is different. Every you never know what's going to happen. Team that could be the best team in the league, or the team could be the worst, and they could turn around the next year. Happens every year. Somebody comes out of nowhere. Who knows? Buffalo could be a team this year, as well as Cleveland's. So, oh, all the best to you guys. Uh, we 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 do wish you success. We hope uh, we hope you get into the playoffs, and we hope you know we're not calling you in in late December and talking to you on a Sunday. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> early January, anything like that. Hopefully you guys do well and, uh, and make the playoffs and everything. Uh, so what else has been going on with you? Not much. We had a other non-profit trip where we went to uh, we went to Turkey this year. It was amazing. We had 700 to 800 kids come out. We partnered with the Special Olympics over there. We put on a camp for the Special Olympics. And uh, it, was, it was an amazing trip. And we had a great time taking in the sights, seeing the Blue uh, Mosque, and seeing all the history that's Turkey was just amazing. And I went to Egypt before that, so that was my dream vacation. So I got to do all that. So and the media portrays it all that area over there is horrible, but it's not. I never felt unsafe one time in the three weeks I was over there. How's that reporter doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he um, he got destroyed. But the whole thing was he wanted one of us to hit him. And I said, I nixed that. I was not going to allow one of us to hit him, even with a waiver, because that would not be fair. So we said, well, let one of the campers hit him. And the camper, he's played for a while. He was 26, 27-ish, and he just killed him. The thing is, if the reporter wouldn't have stopped his feet, it wouldn't have been as bad. It still would have been bad, but he stopped and just braced for the hit. You can't do that. you got to keep running your feet, and he might shut off or something. Oh. Yeah, that that hit looked brutal. Did, did, did the rest of you guys see that? The video that uh, that American Football Without Barriers posted? No, sorry, I don't think we get American football over here. Well, it's <laughs> yeah, you do. They come to Britain. They do. They do play in Britain. We we actually got contacted by uh, by uh, the NFL U, uh, UK. They want to do, us to do a camp there, but we have to weigh our options and see where else we can go because. They already have football in London, so and over there, so we don't want to. We don't have teams that don't have it yet. <laughs> right. Yeah, is uh, I think I heard that Cleveland is going to be one of the teams. Uh, Cleveland is going to be the team that uh, HBO features on their. Uh, I, I don't know what the name of the show is off the top of my head. Hard Knocks. Yeah. I, I heard that too, but then uh, I saw our head coach came out and said that he's not going to volunteer for it. That he'd prefer not to have it and all that kind of stuff. 
which I prefer not to have it as well. I think it just, I understand as fans, you want to see what's all going on and everything, but as a player and players, you don't want to see that. You don't want your family because the way they talk about players and the privacy of the coaches' meetings, your family ain't going to see that about certain guys. <laughs> I don't like that aspect of the show. It's real, but it's also, they're just destroying kids' careers and lives in front of the camera about players and these kids have no idea. And then their family sees this, and then they, if they ever watch the show later, they're going to see it, how these coaches think of them. It's just not, I don't think that aspect of the show is very good for player-wise. I understand fan-wise, fans might like it, but as players, that's not the right thing to do, I don't believe. That's, uh, that's a good assessment of that. I never thought of it that way. I had read that, that Cleveland was uh, tapped to do it last year, but they actually had the option to uh, to because actually decline it last year. But that yeah, we had a new coach, right. and I think the whole thing, like they don't want it to turn into, a, well, it obviously would turn into a media circus anyways, because obviously with Johnny now coming back, and that's all, that would be a whole storyline. And I don't think that would help Johnny in the long run anyways. If you put a whole storyline around him and everything he's done, and you focus that on the hard knocks, then that's not going to help him grow as a person. That's just going to deter him and might make him go relapse or whatever it was and go back. And you don't want that. You want the kid to get better as a person and as a player. And I think hard knocks would affect him that way. Because it's going to bring more drama, more attention to him, and he's trying to get away from that right now. Right, absolutely. So JT mentioned he bought your jersey. Uh, he mentioned it actually before the show started, but he's mentioned it on the air before. So how long till you get the royalties for that? We don't actually get royalties for anything until, like, the middle of the next of the next season. And that's just by NFLPA. It's not really... We don't get, like, a royalties check. I guess I wouldn't get a royalties check for jerseys because mine aren't in stores. You've got to be custom. So mine would just be attached to my, my NFLPA stuff. Okay, okay. So if a bunch of us, like, just went out, like, everybody that's listening, like, you know, we get, we get a couple of hundred listeners. Everybody goes out buys a Gary Barnage jersey right now. You get that mid-season, but it's probably not going to be much? No, it's probably maybe a dollar and a half, two dollars on a jersey, I guess, maybe. I don't honestly know. I've never seen the breakdown. I'm, I would know more if they had my jerseys in stores. Right. Because then it would be broken down for me, but since they don't, I have no clue how it breaks down so do you get a lot of people that actually you know show up to the games in your jersey or <laughs> or not really uh, I've seen some I've seen a few uh, I've seen people ask my mom when she goes to the game where she get the jersey and stuff so it's cool like for me I don't it ain't about the money that money is going straight to my non-profit anyway right any excess money I put into my non-profit so it doesn't go to my pocket right uh, it's got to make you feel good, though, seeing them out there with the Gary Barnage jerseys on. Yeah, i got to give them something re- for a reason for them to buy the jersey. So that's on me there. When I do that, then I'll be happy for the people who buy it. Well, we hope you kick some ass in training camp and uh, get some more playing time this year. We'd love to see you more. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Most and for, for those who want to know where they can find the Gary Barnage jerseys, you can go to um, nflshop.com and click on the Cleveland Browns and it'll take you and you, they have his jerseys there. 
Nice little plug for NFLShop.com. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, We're not I, getting any money for this either. So. <laughs> I went to the Cleveland Browns site. They don't have them on the Cleveland Browns site, but I went to. I found it on the NFL Shop site, so that's where I that's where I got got it. So I just want to let the people know if people want to go and find your jersey because we have listeners from all over. Obviously, I'm in Syracuse, so you know yeah. I, it's not. Well, hopefully we'll get my jerseys in stores this year. <laughs> hopefully, man. Hopefully you you have a great, uh, like I said, great training camp and get more playing time. And we'll we'll see more than just uh, like, oh, there's Gary standing around on sideline at the end of the game. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The first time I saw you on TV, like after I started talking to you on the show, I'm like, holy shit, I know that guy. <laughs> Paused the TV, took a picture, like posted on Facebook, like I know this guy. <laughs> <laughs> You were just kind of standing around at the end of the game. I think you guys had won, so that was cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. I think the score was up on the screen, too. So. <laughs> All right. Um, so you're not doing much other than you're going back to training camp. You went to WrestleMania. Anything else uh, you want to talk about with us? Oh. Um. That's it right now. I don't really have much going on until the season gets started. <laughs> I start doing all my little with my little uh, giveaways and then my stuff after games. Awesome, man. Yeah, you do the uh, the thing with the shoes. What's uh, what's that called? Samaritan's feet. Yeah, I give away my shoes after each home game. Yeah. And even when you were injured, you gave away your shoes, the shoes that you wore. That was I did, cool, I too. did. It's, it's still something that I'll do no matter what. After every home game, I'll be giving them away, which I... The first time that happened, I guess they didn't know if I was a player or not because the kid was a little iffy on what the situation was because I was not in uniform. I was just in my sweats. So a little iffy, but then the next kid loved it. Like so but it's it's fine. It's all good it's all for a good call, so I'm helping kids that I'm bring ten kids to every home game that are from uh Guidestone, Ohio and they they have families that need help or they don't have parents or something like that. So it, all, as long as they get a smile on their face, that's all that matters. Somebody asked me the other day uh, if I watched Total Divas. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I know we've talked to you about this before, but I, I, she's asked me twice now, actually, and I've told her both times, like, no, the last time I watched the show was when my buddy Gary was on. <laughs> <laughs> then I sent her a picture of you on the show, and she's like, who's that? <laughs> that, that's that's Gary Barnage of the Cleveland Browns. He was on Total Divas. He dated Summer Rae and Rosa Mendez. <laughs> that's cool, man. We'll let you get back to your day, man, because I I know you sounded like you were just kind of getting up when we called you. So. Oh no, I was just I was relaxing in bed watching TV. That's all I was doing. Chilling. Cool, man. <laughs> that's all it is about on Sunday. Just laying around watching TV. For now, exactly. <laughs> For now. <laughs> <laughs> His Sundays are about to get a lot more busy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, what do you think of Raw this week? Since uh, since we since we got you on the show, instead of just kicking you off after twenty minutes, <laughs> what do you think of Raw? Kane was there. I actually did not get to watch it. <laughs> you did not miss a lot. No, you you really didn't. <laughs> did you Did you? Yeah, I, did Raw? Get, I did not get. I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch it. I was actually out of the country. I was in the Bahamas. Okay. So I, I didn't get to watch it. That's right, because I, I was I was messaging you, and you were in the Bahamas last week. Uh, I, I can sum it up in two sentences. There was a three-way main event. All the people in the three-way were in singles matches before the main event. That was it. That was every <laughs> single match. And Kane was there. <laughs> oh, 
one there was a divas match i think oh uh, there was a yeah i think there was i don't i think naomi won or something i i don't know but <laughs> did you go to the raw after wrestlemania uh, you see, I didn't even get to see that one either because I was flying back. Oh, man. To, uh, I was flying back to Florida and then packing for the Bahamas because I left it literally the next morning. Oh, okay, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> that one you missed. Uh, that was a good show. <laughs> I heard I, I heard what happened. I still follow on the app, so I, if I miss Raw, I'll go on the app and look at the recap right. and see everything that happened. So I saw Lesnar was quotation sus- suspended. <laughs> <laughs> And all that stuff, and whatever. At least Michael Cole was some storylines. Some of the storylines need to be changed a little bit, but it was a good show, man. I, I wish you would have been able to, to be in the crowd there. Because uh, have you been to a Raw after WrestleMania? I know you go to WrestleMania. I, I usually do, but the only reason why I didn't this year is because I was going to Bahamas literally the next day. So right. I uh, I wasn't able to go this year. I usually go to the Raw right after. Right. Well, it's usually it's a big raw. <laughs> it definitely is. <laughs> I still say the yeah. one after the one after WrestleMania 29 was the best. <laughs> I think you were there for yeah. that one, right? <laughs> I was. <laughs> we're in different sections of the Izod Center chanting for the ice cream guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll let you get back to your day, and uh, and we'll we'll catch you. We'll catch up with you soon. Alright, sounds good. I appreciate it. Thank y'all for having me on again. Hey, no problem, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks yeah, for having me. No problem. Take care, buddy. Y'all have a good day. You too. Yeah, you too, man. Right. So there you go. It'll take a lot of us to get his him some money for his jerseys, but it all goes yeah, back into the. I said charity. I put the link to in in the um. I see it. Message. I put the link to his uh jersey. So if you want to put it up on the site, you can. G is here. I think. Nah. <laughs> You made it. You have audio. You can hear us. So, so before I get things out of the way, I gotta get something off my chest first. Fuck your shirt. Uh, did you hear me? He said, "Fuck do, fuck Duke." <laughs> You're not a natural ginger. <laughs> no, I'm a natural ginger all the way. It might be, it might, it might be a little gray now, but <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely a true ginger. That's why I shaved my head, man. I'm going bald and gray. <laughs> That was pretty awesome to watch my team that I've always been a fan of win. Because <laughs> it sure is fucking happening in hockey. <laughs> oh, yeah, the NHL season ended last night. We're going to talk about everything but wrestling right now. <laughs> oh, great. So we got two months of hockey and basketball yeah. playoffs. Yes, we do. I'm looking at this jersey, and everything I need to know about America is summed up by the size 5XL. <laughs> Oh, just be careful. Those things run very big too, because I've got. I bought. I usually wear large. I had to buy. I bought a medium jersey, and it's still kind of loose. Yeah, I I imported a shirt from America, and it was a double XL, which is what I was at the time, and it's it would be like four here, I think. <laughs> so it's basically a small tent. Yeah, it really is. It's a small tent. It's, the shirts here are getting. Bigger, I, I, I've a family of three, I think. Well, it's because the average American's getting fatter. Uh, I guess so, because I've been wearing XL since I, I've worn XL T-shirts since like high school. And I wore. Oh God! I, I just got the I got that uh, Sami Zayn T-shirt. The the you know the uh, the um. Oh, why the fuck can't I think of the name? Sami Zayn. Yeah, no, the the um. Operation Ivy one. Op Ivy one, yeah, and. Uh, I got that one, and I got the new uh, Bray Wyatt one that he wore at WrestleMania, and I got them both in XL, and they are both freaking huge on me. 
<laughs> like, yeah, see, I, I, I used to, I wore extra, extra large in high school, and granted, I'm not, I've never been a big dude, you've met me, John, I'm never, yeah. pretty much the same size I've always been. Yeah, and, holy shit. And it's bad for your mom, dude. It's just, <laughs> I was a very large, I was a very large baby, I, I will say that. Um, but, um... I have XL is seventy inches along on the chest. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! I dropped. I, I stopped. I went. I went from an extra large to a large. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to start doing that because, like, all these extra larges I'm getting are just way too freaking big now. It started with my Guns and Roses shirt I bought last year. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I, I have a Guns and Roses shirt I still wear. It was an extra large. I bought it in two thousand. Yeah. Well, that's just it. Like the old ones are like the size I used to wear in high school, but now, like, the ones that I'm getting now are just, like, huge. They're, like, they might as well be double XLs. Because they want to make the, 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 those those very large people feel better about themselves because they're wearing a smaller size. I, I guess. <laughs> it's crazy. But, uh, yes, NHL playoffs are starting Wednesday. Neither myself nor G have our regular teams in the playoffs. I got my mistress in the east in there. I'm already out. I'm on the mean. I've got my <laughs> I've got my Western Conference team, the St. Louis Blues. Yeah, they're <laughs> probably going to uh, going to be a a first round exit for a favorite That's there. Eh? Question is which one? Yeah. I hate to break it to you though. The goaltending is the big question for St. Louis. Oh, I'm sure. I got a tough time looking at that bracket, man. That that round. That's a head scratcher, man. I'll tell you what, man. This is my favorite time of the year is, is NHL playoffs. Really is. Like, I, I know, like, you know, I don't really participate much in the board hockey fan stuff. Uh, you know, every once in a while I'll contribute. But this is my favorite time of the year, man. That's why I have the Growing the Playoff Beard Facebook page. Cheap well, plug. All <laughs> hockey fans' favorite time of the year, dude. <laughs> yeah, man. It's the playoffs, goddammit. Yeah, man. God damn it. And the best part about it this year, to at least bring it back to wrestling, is this is uh, the first playoffs in a while where we have a bunch of NXT call-ups in the finals. We're going to the finals. We have seven regular teams over the last decade that didn't make it, which is fucking awesome. Yeah. You and know, as much as it would have been nice to have our team in, or our teams, I should say, right. that we were for, um, see, seeing a lot of these, these other clubs step up, like, which is great. You got like the Calgary Flames, which are basically like the Sammy Zane of hockey. Right. Just hard work <laughs> ethic. Don't look like a lot. Kick ass every night. That's the team I'm most interested in that first round. To see if they actually put up a fight. That's gonna be a, it's gonna be a great playoffs, and it's it's good to see teams that don't normally get in get in. And the Stanley Cup champions are already out. Yep, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. They lost to Edmonton. The Kings are... <laughs> Fuck the I'm, Indians. How do you lose to Edmonton? Come on. It's surprising, man. The Kings are out. The Bruins are out. Just all these teams you expect to be in the playoffs. San Jose is out? Bad yep. calls. I blame the bad calls. I blame the refs. <laughs> Just like in football. <laughs> yeah, they got DQ'd. <laughs> Chair shot. Um, to bring it back to what we're actually supposed to be talking about, because we're a half hour into the show. Let's <laughs> talk a little bit about WrestleMania at the beginning. Well, yeah. Well, I, I managed to sum up Raw in two sentences. You did, and and also, like I said, Kane was there. 
Yeah. I gotta tell you this. I have to ask. I've completely forgotten. Was he actually at WrestleMania? He was in the Battle Royal. Yeah, he was in the Battle Royal. Yeah. I I thought his streak of competing at WrestleMania had died. Because if I remember right, he's been in every WrestleMania since his debut. Yeah. Yes. Technically, see, some people consider the 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 pre-show matches don't. But if you're in the in the arena, if it says WrestleMania above your fucking the fucking ring, you're at Wrestle. You're participating at WrestleMania. Pretty much. Whether it's the opening match, the opening dark match, and it's half full, or you know, you're 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 you you're you're part you partake in in WrestleMania. So yeah, he like because there was one like he was only in the the, the dark match. Before the mania, but it was on the DVD, so it was technically he wrestled. Yeah, it was technically yeah, I was at that one too. He was in the the tag team title match, <laughs> WrestleMania nineteen. Um, yeah, and uh, and and Kane was there. Uh, is the uh, subject of a uh, thing G posted on the website. Which was yeah, that great. was the most entertaining thing about Raw for me. It, it was. It really <laughs> was. Those pictures. My favorite one is the first one. I like putting him on the moon. <laughs> I sent I sent the link to a friend of mine, and she texted me back and she said, "Oh, I didn't know you guys had a domain name." <laughs> what the fuck have I been promoting for the past six years? <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting thing about uh, the WWE's uh, roster images; they are actually all cropped. So if you feel so inclined at any time. You can very easily superimpose any WWE wrestler into any other photograph quite easily. I, I've done those. Do you remember I did the uh, the um, the dream matches the one time? <laughs> I was taking like uh, I had the Miz versus the unemployment line and <laughs> <laughs> like Bray, uh, Bray Wyatt versus Beaky Buzzard from the Bugs Bunny cartoons. <laughs> like that's where I got all the images of the superstars from was the WWE.com. That's right, folks. So meme away, meme away. Absolutely. And when I did the uh, the Where's Randy Orton, you remember some guy did a Facebook page Where's Randy Orton, and I did the uh, uh, I did the Wayne. I remember that one. I remember the Where's Randy Savage. Yeah. Well, he did a somebody did a Where's Randy Orton, and I put oh. him in Wayne's World. Well, somebody <laughs> I thought I thought Randy Orton was just ordering a fish sandwich. Yeah, pretty sure. Turns out that's actually where he was. <laughs> Can I has a cheeseburger? Good old Randy Orton. Boring as fuck, except once in a while. <laughs> yep. Well, he's boring as fuck until he pulls off an RKO. Yeah, that RKO at WrestleMania was sick, man. Yeah, that RKO to the drive-thru was just the best thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that was good shit. <laughs> Yeah. All I can say is I, I tuned out of WrestleMania at eight thirty, so <laughs> I, I watched it from about five. I actually pretty much got what here went off of here, and went sorry turned turned on the pre-show match <laughs> till eight thirty. Then I went. Then I did Walking Dead. But yeah, I was funny. Did anybody notice how? Did, did you? Which one did you guys all watch on the network? I did. Uh, yeah, I watched on yeah, the network. Well, no, I definitely a network subscriber. Mm-hmm. I know you guys have your ways of getting it. So I have all five subscriptions. <laughs> but um, did you notice Joe how it, how it changed right as the right as it went from the pre-show to WrestleMania that the HD feed just completely changed? 
I did not notice. I wasn't really paying attention, man. Brian and I went to Chipotle, and we got back, and it was like, oh, good, we haven't missed any matches yet. And yeah, it was like we, 7 o'clock. I turned, I turned it on. I, like I said, the pre-show was like crystal clear, crystal clear, until right about the um, the battle, uh, the part of the battle I wanted to see was Mizdow versus Big Show. I wanted to see that, and of course, it crashes. So I missed that whole part. It still worked. It worked fine. But right as Russell, right after like the LL Cool J part at the beginning of WrestleMania, it conveniently stopped and then reloaded, and it was all pixelated. It went from being completely clear to being pixelated for the entire like hour and a half left that I watched of it. I was like, "What the fuck?" I had absolutely no problem. <laughs> None. And I I never usually do. The last time I had a problem with the WWE Network feed was WrestleMania last year when my cable went out. So it wasn't even the fault of, of WWE. <laughs> it was Time Warner. Um, I attribute it to my Roku player. I love that yeah. thing. <laughs> well, yeah, because they're, they're, they're in bed with WWE, so... Pretty that's... much. I, I Like, everybody that's watched it on, like, consoles and, and, you know, whatever they complain about it, tablets, phones... My, my phone is okay for watching, like, NXT on Wednesday nights when I'm on the way to work. Um, my tablet's okay, like, but it'll cut out sometimes. My Xbox 360 is terrible. I haven't even tried it on the Xbox One. Uh, people tell me PS3 is good. My computer, uh, my my old computer worked fine, as long as I used Internet Explorer for some reason. <laughs> and, uh, well, it works good on my tablet, but it, like I say, that was my first time watching it. Like you know, all the live thing on my TV. You right. know, it's like this was you know, it wasn't very. It like doesn't make me want to. Makes me want to wait till you know to watch them next time. You know. The, now the Coyster says his went from HD to SD to HD to sh- shitty cell camera phone to buffering to SD to crash. So yes. a good experience. <laughs> Mine stayed on experience. the entire time with no problems and no quality issues. Well, like I say, oh. it didn't really sound like it. Royal bandwidth. Guess your lucky job. Like I didn't. Like I say, I didn't lose it after. I didn't, it didn't crash. It just. It just went. You know, it, 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 I know it went to standard definition. That's what I might want to say. What went from HD to standard definition throughout right. the, the time? I'm like, hmm. I wonder if they're trying to make it so that we're, because we're not paying full price for it. Make me, you know, that's this is the thank you that they give us. Ten bucks. <laughs> they just price just went up a penny, dude. Yeah, I had, I had, like I said, I had no problems. I, and this is the thing. I saw somebody. Uh, a few days later in a group that I'm in and they said you know uh, it was actually because they announced that April is free for new subscribers right Which not everyone I think right. it might just be the states I think it's just the states but, but the fact is like you know guys like me and JT who have had the network since day one are sitting here like okay great everybody else gets this for free we have to pay for it because we're already paying for it that's the case with everyone but this is what I said to the guy. I said, okay, yeah, they've had, since since I signed up in February, they've had two months free, November and February, and now April, but November and February were free last year, uh, last year and this year, I guess, and they sent me a $25 coupon for WWEshop.com. 
So, who lost out here? Me or the people that just got the free months? <laughs> I, I got my 20 bucks back. Yeah. At 25. Oh, right, exactly. You got more than more emojis. What's that? Uh, I, I didn't this cool emojis. I didn't even didn't even look at those. I, I didn't get them because my email wasn't working at the time. I got the I got an email a couple of days later, like here's twenty five bucks. Like, okay, cool. <laughs> By the way, my Bray Wyatt shirt that was supposed to be in on it was supposed to be in stock starting April twenty second. I have it. It's already here. My Sami Zayn shirt that was already out when I ordered it took a month to get here. <laughs> so go figure. Yeah, yeah but now you have to explain what they are in public. <laughs> Not really. And now you have a T-shirt that has seducer on the back of it. It does. See, at least I went, I went, I went classic with mine because I know if I walk wear mine out in public, people know who Macho Man is. So right. if I wear a Macho Man shirt out in public, people know who Macho Man is. And my other one says, my my other one's in Austin, arrive late, race out leave, and so people will just be like, I said, like people will be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right, you know. See, I I ordered two shirts the last time I ordered because they were having to buy one get one free. I ordered a uh, I ordered my Bray Wyatt shirt and I ordered another Bray Wyatt shirt for somebody else, and I was like, okay, well we have to wait till the twenty second till this comes in, because they're going to ship both of them at the same time. Well, they shipped her shirt first. The next day they shipped mine. Mine came first. <laughs> so, uh, interesting, interesting. Sounds like uh, one of the postmen was having some fun with that shirt. <laughs> yeah, he knew a woman. Home to home service. It's a it's a it's a media women's medium. So, <laughs> so what else uh, happened this week, folks? Oh, Duke right? won. By the way, <laughs> fuck Duke. Go Duke. <laughs> Lucha Underground, man, the trios tournament. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I really took away from Lucha Underground was that incredible handshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't the, the best. It wasn't the best episode, but it was still pretty watchable. Yeah, I'm just kidding. It was still a good episode. I love the trios that they're putting together, man. Because you get these guys that are in these feuds, and they're all together. Like you had, uh, mm-hmm. you had uh, Drago and Phoenix and uh, uh, Aerostar on one team, and then you had the other team was was uh, Evilise and Helico and uh, Son of Havoc. Son of Havoc. Yeah. <laughs> So those uh, those are interesting teams to have together, and that's they are. But at the same time, you think, yeah, they're not going to win. Yeah. And then of course we have the uh, the sudden mask versus mask match. That's something you. Yeah, that was kind of out of nowhere. Um, Did anyone else think Superfly looks an awful lot like Juventud Guerrero? Guerrero, (laughs) a little bit, yeah. (laughs) <laughs> it's just way fatter. <laughs> and he, he wasn't using a bread uh, bag as a condom. <laughs> or running around at an Australian hotel high on ecstasy naked. <laughs> Those were the parts that were missed, missing. Um, we should have had that, though. That would have made highly entertaining television. These are all true stories about Juventud Guerrero, folks. <laughs> the, uh, yeah, I don't know. That, that The mask match, I enjoyed the mask match. Um... I actually searched for Sexy Star and Masks online while I was watching it, just out of curiosity. So I think the right wrestler uh, won. 
<laughs> um, yeah. Well, she's, a regu- she's a regular in the promotion. and uh, <laughs> well, that that she's seen her without her mask on. There, there's a reason she has a mask for. But she looks so good. Um, that bad under the mask. Yeah, the mask's important for her. <laughs> uh, she's she's got a very nice body, you know. Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. So, and then I guess I, this, this guy's done. Superfly. What do you think is going to stick around as like, r- you know, random nobody guy, or oh. is he going like, to? He was random nobody guy in the first place. Well, yeah. He just showed up so last he's week. Been breaking his arm. He showed That's up last right. week to be in the trios with uh, <laughs> with Sexy Star and, uh, and uh, Pentagon Junior. Uh, I I do really wish though that Sexy Star, Pimpinella, and the Midget were a team. I forgot the Midget's name. Mascarita Sagrada. That's it, Mascarita. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, man, they they put on one of the best hours of television all week, <laughs> and. Then there's NXT, which is also uh, on Wednesday nights, and is also great. I, I wasn't really that engaged in okay. NXT. No, no. The I problem don't with this, maybe it's just the problem with this week's NXT is you already knew what was going to happen. Yeah, I think that's probably what it was for me too. Was, was we we I I did enjoy the little documentary piece at the end though that kind of focused around the ta- uh, Tommy and his family. I thought that was kind of nice. Yeah. yeah, I skipped past that because I thought it was going to be them giving themselves a verbal blowjob, and it seems I missed out on the most offensive or greatest segment ever. There's someone that. literally comparing it to a kid going to the Special Olympics and losing. <laughs> Well, you knew that would be the problem once they put an NXT guy in there, right? Just ask Bo Dallas or the uh, quote-unquote undefeated Rusev, right? I mean, they've done it. There's a third time in a row that they've done it, and I don't see how it benefited any of those guys, really. I mean, they, they kind of had to force us to forget Rusev got tossed out. They, You know, Bo Dallas, I mean, yeah, Bo Leaf was kind of cute for a couple of weeks, but... Uh, <laughs> As they say, woo-woo-woo, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and that, that, I, that's not a knock on, on the guy's abilities. It's, just, it's a knock on questionable booking. Like, why do you debut a guy to lose? Oh, that was something else that actually happened on Raw that was significant. Seth Rollins versus it, Neville. That was a good match. That was actually a very good match. I didn't know. I wasn't a major fan of it. I just thought those two guys could have done so much better. Yeah, but in comparison to the rest of that shit show? Yeah, and I think it was also, for me, just the commentary in the crowd as well. Here's something. Before I even got around to watching Raw, I, I just happened to click on Facebook for some ungodly reason, which I never do on Monday nights. No! And every time I do, yes, exactly, no! And somebody says, well, Neville just got buried. No. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the fuck did they do to Neville? And then I tuned in, and he wrestles Seth Rollins, and he has a hell of a match with Seth Rollins. This guy debuted last week and had a hell of a match with the WWE Champion. Okay, like, how is that burying him? Just because he lost? Wins and losses don't matter. Yeah, he was have. probably buried a bit by the commentary, but not during the match. Yeah, well... <laughs> It was in a group, so I wasn't really paying that much attention. I just saw it. I'm like, how was he buried? He 
took the WWE World Heavyweight Champion to the limit in a hell of a wrestling match. Yeah, maybe the commentary sucked, but who pays attention to the commentary on Raw anymore? It was commentary? Yeah, exactly. Huh. I gotta stop doing so much acid. I was just like... (laughs) (laughs) I was just like... I'm just like, man, I gotta get through this freaking Raw so I can watch the Iron Cheek documentary. Yeah, those spoilers. I have to put myself in camel clutch. I know watch the documentary. I just... I I the jabroni. I have to... I have to resign my chic tweet duties. Did you guys see my my tweet last night? No, I don't go on Twitter that much, dude. Okay, I was on. I was playing WWE uh, 2K15, right? And they released the uh, Path of the Warrior DLC last week, which uh, has a bunch of new characters and everything. It actually makes the twenty five bucks for the, the the 2K showcases worth it because you get so many damn characters with this with this pack. One of them is uh, Colonel Mustafa, who is, of course, the Iron Sheik. Oh yeah. So I went in and I, I, you know, went to the, you know, create a wrestler thing, and I changed him into Iron Sheik gear, and then I wrestled Hulk Hogan, put him in the camel clutch, and put a screenshot on Twitter. <laughs> did, did he get an erection? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so. I, oh. I, I wasn't paying attention. I'm not. I'm not uh, certain other people that have been on the show. <laughs> That's unfortunate. That would have been much more authentic. Poster says, "IWC logic: You debut and lose your second match equals burial." Uh-huh. Uh huh. Well, he ran through Axel on SmackDown. So, if he would have come out and he would have just like, you know, gotten his ass handed to him, yeah, then he's buried. Like, okay, well. We see what we think of what they think of him, but he came out. They gave him a match. They gave him time. They gave him the ability to actually have a good match on Raw with the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. That's not being buried. Yeah, and you know what's also interesting about him too is that uh, it's one of the rare instances we actually see someone who brings a little bit of his uh, independent gimmick with him. Yeah, because it's it's not it's not like the WWE came up with the man gravity for God. He was using that as Pac for years. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, that's the one thing that stuck over the two episodes of Raw that he's been on. That I, I I've been kind of like, hey, that's cool. Because I always really thought that was one of the coolest. Uh, I don't know if it's a catchphrase or a slogan or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I can't call it a nickname. It doesn't make sense. Whatever it is, it's awesome. And now we just have to find a, make, a way to make him hover. <laughs> just the entire time. Well, they've time. done it for Undertaker before. Well, not yeah. the entire time. Though. Oh, no, but the, on, the, on his way to the ring, he hovered. I know exactly just, what you're talking about. Just fl- flying around the ring. Well, never never touch the floor. I, this, I man, this man will be the next Royal Rumble winner because you cannot throw him out. Oh, that reminds me of a terrible, terrible joke I heard. Is it really terrible? Yeah. Nice. Zach Gowan cannot be eliminated from a Royal Rumble. Just Hard think about it. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, it's hi, Zach. It's true. We got. We, we, we got to get Zach on the show then, <laughs> and, and we have the means to do so. We'll get. We'll get Zach on the show at some point. And uh, <laughs> again, we'll let we'll Mark ask him many about a that. Times we are not stars on this program. No, <laughs> I'm a comet. I I did get a thing in the mail from uh, the uh, Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh yesterday that basically thanked me for my donation to Connor's Cure. 
<laughs> how much did, how much did that cost him to send out? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, wait, how much of my ten bucks just went to Connor's cure, and how much of my ten bucks just went to you sending me this card? Yeah, it's unnecessary to do that. I mean, I understand the gesture, but it's that that's yeah. How, how much of that did you spend to get this thing professionally printed and sent to me? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous. I'd prefer if you just thank me on Twitter like you did before, or for, hey. uh, you know, email or whatever. <laughs> I don't know if you heard this story, but physicists from around the world gathered for an emergency meeting at CERN this week after gravity, previously believed to be a universal force of attraction between two masses, reportedly forgot a man. Nice. <laughs> you know, that's cool. My my, uh, my old first year university roommate actually is one of the physicist researchers there. You know that? Cool, man. That yeah, is pretty cool. awesome. Yeah. It's small. It's small. blame when a black hole destroys the world. <laughs> I remember when that that hype was going on. It was pretty funny. I messaged up Dave, and I'm like, "So you're killing us all today, are you?" But <laughs> and he actually sent me a live feed to a podcast, and I got to watch the whole thing, and was able to debunk a bunch of idiots online after that. It was great. It's cool, man. Ah, knowledge well, is empowerment, folks. Well, the man. Dave's book. He's a good guitar player too, and he, he likes to smoke weed and do the uh, physics research. It's interesting. Interesting guy. <laughs> The man, professional wrestler, first name deleted, Neville, has been forgotten by gravity on national television at least twice, sparking widespread debate among the physics community about gravity's supposed immutability. (laughs) I did hear someone go on an epic, incredible rant about how he would be the man gravity remembers because he uses gravity against his opponents. That's true. That is true. By the way, uh, refresh your show notes and check out the finish from Invasion Attacks between. I first. saw that. I heard a lot about it, but I didn't see that finish. That is. I, yeah, we 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 didn't really go uh, into detail on it uh, last week because it just aired like hours before in the wee wee hours of the North American and I guess weird ass time zone that you're in, Mark. This probably would have been like what middle of the day. So kind of kind of makes things weird to watch pay per view, but. Uh, since then, I've seen the whole pay-per-view. It was pretty fucking solid. But I, I think that finish topped uh, the Seth Rollins one, man. Hey, and he didn't tuck his head. He didn't. T- there you go. That's a new <laughs> that finish. He can survive. <laughs> <laughs> He's alive to talk about it today. That's right. <laughs> no angel halos for you. Hey, has anybody watched TNA, like, at all? <laughs> oh, I still uh, watch. I, I, I still haven't watched since, uh, what's going on? Uh, Kurt Angle is still the champion. Uh, Homicide is back. He joined the Beatdown Clan. Oh, so uh, I remember Drew Galloway's best friends with Camacho. Oh, naturally. <laughs> still Camacho's uh, they, they on the show? Yeah, huh? and it turns out he's not Mexican. What? No. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know. You're gonna you're gonna tell me that that little man I see in WWE in the ball costume is actually a person? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, that, that's that one's definitely a bull. Okay, good. I was worried. I was concerned. I was I, all this time they were lying to me. Oh, vacant is back. He's now the tag team champion. I saw that. I saw that online. Wait. Well, vacant and abeyance are the tag team champions. <laughs> Wait a minute. I thought. I thought. Kirk, with Kurt Angle being champion, why, why is he not the tag team champions too? He's well, been that before. He was, he was the tag team champions, the world champion, and the ex-champion at one time, wasn't he? <laughs> All at once. <laughs> that really happened. That's that's. I, I don't think that's... Uh, uh, I, I think that actually happened. Wow. Is the Pope back yet? No, not yet. 
But I'll I do start watching again when he comes back. <laughs> and tells us all about his brilliant performance in Batman. She, she is my savior. I'm not a religious man, but goddamn. <laughs> and I, I am just continuously finding Taz's commentary more offensive by the week. It reached a point where I actually said I would prefer Byron Saxton on commentary. It was the worst thing I've ever said. That, that's that's pretty bad. <laughs> so Taz's excitement level has completely vanished again. Because I remember he was getting high praise for like being serious on that first episode when they came back. Yeah, he's he's back to being shit and just arguing with Matthews all the time and. If you're going to acknowledge that you've gone off the point, just don't go off the point in the first place. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah. yeah. So, so again, let me know when the pop comes back. Hopefully they broke him with a pastor problem. We were going down the news. Apparently James Stone may or may not have ghosts. They did not conclude that. Ghosts? In the last week they had the, the ghost hunters there. Oh, okay. Oh, oh right, right. And they found ghosts, right? They said they found evidence of something, but didn't say if it was ghosts, and then they were chased off the property. Oh, that's the tag team match for you, man. I'm still not sure if James Storm wants the ghost in the revolution, though. <laughs> he said there's always room for one more after saying if there is a ghost. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's a jello match. Yeah. Oh, room for one more. Always room for one more. Thank you, Summer. That's my obvious reference. Speaking of Jello, so what's Bill Cosby up to? Are you raping anybody? Hey, <laughs> 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 uh, I haven't channeled my inner asshole to the fullest extent yet, folks. I'm working it in. <laughs> He'll get there. Yeah. Yay, Duke! No response. <laughs> I was just because it makes JT mad. I was waiting for uh, JT to make me mad. I just had to say fuck too because you I know, know what? You're in Syracuse because you know we're the newbies to the ACC. They're supposed to be the. It's going to be the, like the greatest rivalry is Syracuse versus Duke. Like I actually, hope, I hope that they do better next year, man. I, I actually wanted to see that. I'm upset because UB got knocked out in the first round. No, well, hey, man. If Duke lost, I'd admit, admit the better team won. That's the beautiful thing about those one one and done. Tournaments, man. They're uh, just so it's such an intense psychology. Probably like the psychology going into that must be insane for the players. Like one little slip up and <laughs> oh, and we didn't have to go through any uh, Sid Vicious light breaking action this year, which was nice. Oh yeah, yeah, was yeah. Fucked. I remember watching that live at my with my dad. Um, and I was just my nerve shot my nerves, dude. <laughs> some, I can't remember who it was. One of my one of my friends who was coming over for dinner at the at the folks. We were having a get together, and uh, I came up and tapped me on the shoulder, and I like jumped out of my chair. I was just like, just like, whoa, what's wrong with you, dude? I'm like, dude, I just saw a guy fucking shatter his legs. That's just style. Like a minute ago, I'm a little out of it. Fuck. So we didn't get that. So that's a good thing. Happy faces, people. I do remember seeing that after the fact last year. I was coming out of the studio, went in the living room, and the news or something was on. It's like, whoa, what the hell happened? Oh, yeah, that's right. That was that was the guy that played for um, Speak of the Devil on Louisville, right? The team Gary played for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was, that was just... 
shit like that you don't want to see. No, absolutely not. I like the Mallard truck thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which happened again in Buffalo to uh, Richard Zednick of the Panthers <laughs> years later. Yeah. I was watching that game. That was terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I was, I'm just glad I wasn't privy to that one live, but uh, I, I have seen the footage. Yeah. Goddamn uh, car accidents mentality that they, we have as humans. They, they stopped the game uh, until they got him stabilized at a medical facility. So. Wait, you mean someone was injured at a sporting event and they stopped the show out of respect? The guy got his throat cut. Yeah, that's a good reason to stop a show. <laughs> yeah, it's happened twice in Buffalo. Once to Buffalo's goalie, Clinton Larchuk. That was in the 80s against St. Louis Blues. You can find that online. And then it happened to the uh, Florida Panthers. Uh, what the hell was his first name? <laughs> Richard. Not Richard. Alexei Zitnik? No, that's that's the guy who played for the Sabres. I'm, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about anymore. I lost my train of thought. What was the guy's name? <laughs> yeah, I'm bad with names to begin with, but I know the last names. You got that right. <laughs> and it is Richard, actually. I can confirm that. Thank you, Google, my friend. Yeah. And that was um, Ole Elkinen, who, uh, the Waffle Man. Yeah. Yeah, there, there is an animated GIF you need to search on, on Google for, folks, if you want to see one of the best things ever made <laughs> ever. It is hilarious. Uh, so what do you say we take a break? The slow news week, folks. Brace yourselves. <laughs> Good, that means we Apparently might... Apparently either Chuck Taylor or Tyler Black had waffle-based gimmicks in the Indies. <laughs> Interesting. Anyways, it's, uh, it's my break song this week, and I know G sometimes has uh, some computer problems when we when we try to come on the air, and that's why he's, he's not usually around for the beginning of the show uh, sometimes. So I wanted to dedicate a song to him, <laughs> and, and and to his computer, and it's by a band called Psycho Stick, and the song is called Blue Screen. Let me turn the volume on here and press play, and here we go. Now my computer crash. I can't believe it went down this way. I had so much left to save I thought that we would last forever But now I'm taking it day by day Oh, what I give to have you again But there's no way I can get in You shut me out of my whole world now My heart is in the recycle bin And I don't know why Backups weren't on my mind Till the day my computer died A hard drive Friday I cried I was too careless Now it's too perilous I know that's not a word But I don't give a fool And now that you won't load Not even in safe mode I gotta check email on my phone
has forced me to interact With human beings who talk and laugh I'm in a hell of social functions Fresh air and sun have turned my heart black And I know I tried For the data you had inside Disc utilities couldn't find Why my access was denied now it's all over, I'll never recover The memories you stored must have been of that sector And now you're so empty, you boot up to nothing And now I gotta look up stuff in books Stick on Board Wrestling Fan Radio. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> oh, this guy's oh. awesome, man. That was the greatest computer-based song I've ever heard. <laughs> I did not think you could turn that in something like that into a love song while well, heartbreak song. <laughs> yeah, great song, man. Just their whole their whole collection is great. <laughs> just everything. Uh, yeah, I go on my. If you go on my Facebook, I posted a video for uh, "Obey the Beard," uh, another one of their songs about a week ago. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's a it's an ode to beards. <laughs> but yeah, they, they they put out great stuff. Like neck beards. <laughs> Not quite. <laughs> or scallop beards. Mm, that's the one. Yep. That'll get you, the ladies. Is that the beard that's just a full circle of hair on your face? <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> I just said skull up beards. I don't know. Do you think I? Do you think I really know what some of this shit is? 
<laughs> You're just making shit up as you go along. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I sent you guys the, uh, I know JT got it, the, the link to uh, my Iron Sheik uh, humbling Hulk Hogan in WWE. That's uh, what I was... <laughs> It's like okay, you're gonna give me, you're gonna give me Colonel Mustafa, but not the Iron Sheik. I'll fix <laughs> that. <laughs> Especially after I watch the documentary. Just don't create Benoit. Yeah, right. Wait, wait, Steve Blackman. <laughs> you'll create Benoit. And I'll say error, error. And you'll crash the game. <laughs> you actually get banned for doing that, though. Yeah. It, it, for the Xbox, it it's, it has an automatic. You create a Benoit. You type in his name. You hit save, and you get the automatic Red Wing of Death. No matter if you just bought the the Xbox or not. <laughs> uh, s- go ahead. I sent you the money, Joe. So oh, okay, so, cool, you know. awesome, awesome. Uh, so uh, did anybody catch the, uh, the the Chris Jericho podcast? On the no, I heard a bit about it. Yeah, I just heard about it. I didn't really. I don't. I don't consider them podcasts if they throw them on the network and you can watch the two of them sitting there talking. Right. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I unfortunately I watched it, and I was really upset with both Jericho and Cena for fucking up. Uh, basically, two hockey teams. <laughs> yeah, they, they got they got the Jets confused with your Oilers. I know, I and and Jets fans should be outraged as well because back when they wore the colors he was thinking about, of course, uh, we destroyed them every single time. <laughs> Winnipeg people, um, they're great fans. They have an awesome fan base. Probably, possibly the most rabid. Um, I, the fucking playoffs are going to be sick. The chance those people come up with are like ECW chance, man. But uh, they they have a good reason to hate uh, my province, Winnipeg. They uh, yeah, we uh, we never let them win. They were like the little kid that we always took the ball away from, both Calgary and Edmonton, just. <laughs> Pushed him down on the playground every time they tried to stand up. <laughs> Rochambeau, buddy. Rochambeau. What G's referring to is uh, is Cena's talking about all the colors of boots and, and tights that he had before. Well, we can do a little uh, throwback to some BWF theater here. You, you can be Jericho, and, and I'll just, just to outrage uh, uh, Raven fan, I'll be Joe Cena. Not John, but Joe Cena. <laughs> do you have Winnipeg Jets colors? Yes, I do. Nice! Yes, I do. Orange and blue. And blue and orange. <laughs> and here's the best part. It's actually uh, copper and blue. Fucker, it's John Cena. Ah! Anyway. And it took me I a wasn't as mad as I make it out to be, but I, uh, I it, took like, it, it took really. me a Really? And Jericho didn't even correct him. Jericho's sitting there from Winnipeg, damn it. <laughs> Un- unbelievable. And to me, that that was the epitome of what that podcast was. Jericho, Jericho's sitting there like, I'm from Winnipeg, you idiot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it took me a minute just reading this, like, oh shit, that's right, Winnipeg's colors have always been red, white, and blue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, isn't like America's colors? Uh, it's Morica. There's no A. Yeah. A's don't exist, just like U's. Right. Right, Exactly. We're not uh, we're not Canada. C A. That's why the STFU became the STF. You remember the use don't exist in America. Uh, we're not Canada. It's not uh, you know C A N A D A A. A spelled E H by the way. How dare you disgrace our great and beautiful place at Canada by misspelling it? Eh, buddy. 
<laughs> can't wait. I just can't wait till Obama's gone. You're getting the uh, you're getting the oil, man. Keystone <laughs> will be built. Oh. Yep. Anyway. Political. Yeah. Anyway, we're not steering in that direction. Anyway. <laughs> hey, it's the election. I'll, I'll bring it back later. I'm sure That's you will. Okay. That's okay. Our, our next president officially is announcing her candidacy today. So. <laughs> is she actually going to do it on social media like they made fun of on SNL last night? <laughs> I don't know, but she's she, today. They said today was her official announcement. It was going to be host Bill Clinton's wife. Yes. Yes. I, I hope Bill photo bombs her. That'd be great. <laughs> well. Uh, uh, well, even better, cockpick. Well, he'll just photo bomb it with his dick. That would be excellent. <laughs> that, that that would be America. <laughs> it would be. You guys know it. Yep. <laughs> if it was Canada, you know, they would freeze and fall off. So there you go. <laughs> uh, watch this John Cena, Chris Jericho podcast, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, it is. Right. Yeah, well, basically. I mean, we talked about it last week saying that we didn't think it was going to be anything like the Austin ones. We, we thought it would really toe the company line, you know what I mean? And it's like, you know, he asked some questions like, so are you ever going to turn heel? But he asked him like way late in the program, like when everybody else had tuned out because nobody fucking cared anymore because they were asking all these all this corporate bullshit. Right? Mm-hmm. So, you know. Forget Batista's big. How big is Triple H's? Uh, how big is Kendra Lust's? <laughs> Oh yeah, I went there. I was hoping you'd ask questions like that. I know, right? So did you fuck that porn star or what, dude? Exactly <laughs> how you say it, too. Yeah. Austin would have done it. No, no, let's not beat around the bush here, but did you beat around the bush? <laughs> <laughs> no? Oh yeah, there was that thing with him in a porn star a while ago, was it? Yes, there was. <laughs> Yeah, there's also the story about him. Um, I don't know if it was like an intern or some corporate lady, some overweight, obese lady getting fucked in front of a whole bunch of the boys on a pool table in a bar. What the fuck? <laughs> I've heard that story a few times. That's uh, that's your boy court bar. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I don't think if he does another one, I don't think I'll. I don't think I'll watch it again just because it's like okay, you didn't really. Yeah, I've anything. heard there are monthly things. Uh, you didn't really ask anything that I gave a shit about, so you know. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the that's the thing about Jericho's po- podcast. He, he kind of, I think he's got kind of a deal with WWE, so he to make it, you know, it's not like it's not like you know, it's not like the Cole Cabana one where you know, you oh, see a punk and he, he come, you know, they come on and he, you know, it's let it all hang out. It's okay. Well, you know, the first WWE. Punk's mouth were fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> well, yeah, and then I think like when Jericho, even when he started it, when he wasn't technically with WWE, he was still he still plays the whole. He was still playing the whole. You know, I work for WWE, so I got a. You know, yeah, I've got a podcast, but I'm not gonna. You know, screw any. You know, I'm not gonna screw screw my screw my good standing in with WWE. So I just. That's why I haven't really listened to any of them and partaken in any of them since the first one. Right, I mean, it's not like Austin's where it's like, what day is it? It's Thursday. <laughs> Give me a beer. Fuck everybody else. I want a beer. <laughs> Swing a beer for the working man. Fuck the working man. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even really listen to his anymore. There's yeah. just, I don't know. There's too many podcasts, not enough time, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I know. You, you end up having to make, it's weird because like, 
four or five years ago, I listened to no podcasts ever. Now that's all I listen to in my car is podcasts. I don't even put music on pretty much anymore, which is fucked up. Completely shifted my listening habits. And yeah. then it's gotten to the point where I have like my priority podcasts, and then I have the ones that pile up. I don't know. What about you guys? Are you in the same belly yet or no? Well, I, I used to. Used to oh. Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. You go ahead, Mark. Uh, I was gonna. I did used to listen to a lot of podcasts a few years ago, and then I just kind of drifted off of them. Yeah, I used to. I used to when I used to, you know, run my errands and stuff. I'd bring my iPod and I'd listen to them while I was running around the store doing the, you know, running my errands. And people were like, "Oh, what are you listening to, Mom? I'm just listening to a podcast. That's all." Oh man, you know, it was just. You know, now it's you know I got I do I since I became into the podcast industry, it's like you know. I do this, and then there's like one other podcast I listen to a week, and I have a hard a hard time just listening to that every week, trying to keep up with that. What podcast, man? The one I promote every week, The Rough House. All right, all right, okay. I was just curious. Thanks I, to the coaster for getting me into that. See, I started listening to uh, I started listening to Austin's podcasts. I was listening to them regularly, and then like they took my desk away at work, so I really didn't have anywhere to sit. <laughs> to listen to Austin's podcast where nobody could hear it. <laughs> and the Thursday night podcast, you don't want to be an earshot of a customer. <laughs> you know? So when they took your desk away, did they take your stapler away too and then you threatened to burn down the hotel? No, no, I still have my stapler. Damn it. I still, yeah, have, I I still, I still, I, I still have my stapler. <laughs> did, did, did you and a couple of your buddies beat the living shit out of the fax machine in the field? Uh, not at this place, but I've done that plenty of times before. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff immediately goes to my head when when I when I heard that. Like, oh yeah, yeah, no. Milton. <laughs> Joe was Milton that day. Poor Joe. <laughs> We've all been Milton at some point in our lives. They they decided, oh, we're gonna take we're gonna take the desks out so there's more room back here. Like, what the fuck do you need more room back here for? It's a fucking office. <laughs> so it's like, okay, I guess I'm gonna have to sit up at the front now, so I can't really listen to the podcast. So I was one thing I, I one thing I've been trying to find I've not found a suitable replacement for is uh, something kind of the old style of like radio plays where it's like a fictional story. Um, there is one really good one um, for those that are into people who are into zombies and stuff called We're Alive, which is fucking epic. Uh, pretty long. It's it's wrapped up. Um, but the production value in it was just unreal. Like totally professional. It's it's kind of a lost art. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm always looking for those. It's kind of why I was asking what other podcasts you listen to because maybe you'd throw a bone. But uh, yeah, 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 I just listen to well, podcasts. Well, one person is if you want, you just talk to Coaster because he even posted. I think all he listens to is podcasts. He listens to a lot of podcasts. So you know, if there's anything, he could probably he's the man to recommend. Yeah. Well, hook, hook a brother up if you know of any. Um, I've only really found two that I've enjoyed. Uh, one that updates like t- twice a year um, <laughs> called HG World, which is just totally fucked up. Yes, yes, another zombie one, but fuck you, I like zombies. Um, but that's it. The rest of it is all like banter, you know, like hockey and a bit of wrestling. And then stuff I just can't explain, like the Jay and Dan podcast, which is uh, the guys on uh, Fox News, sports or whatever. Right. These are the they're from. They used to be on TSN, and they're uh, they're classified as sports, but they really don't talk sports much. It's kind of like I would show it away. Um, I was say we we're, we're classified as wrestling, and we don't talk about wrestling. Yeah, 
Yeah, they, uh, well, you, you might actually dig this one a bit because they talk about Guns N' Roses all the time. Um, their, their audio engineer, Jim, um, he worked on pretty much all of the records with them as right. well as Slash's stuff, so he's always talking about uh, crazy Guns N' Roses stories. I know more about Guns N' Roses because of that guy than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Uh, the other one uh, I'm really into lately is you have to be Canadian, I think, to like. It's called Taggart and Torrens. Um, one of the guys is the drummer from Our Lady Peace, and the other guy is uh, Jay Rock from the Trail Park Boys. Isn't it like Jeremy Taggart or something? Yeah, that's the guy. You know it. That's Taggart and Torrens, Jeremy Taggart. And they're they're uh, they're, they're entertaining. They play some really weird games. My favorite is when they do hit the post. I want to do that. I want to rip that off sometime when we do break songs, like on the radio, where you have to talk until the lyrics kick in in your song. Pretend you're a radio DJ at some fictional radio station. <laughs> it, it sounds kind of dumb, but it's actually hilarious because they have to they improvise the whole thing. Yeah, the the best fake radio station was uh, the Rooster out of Lethbridge, I think it was, nicknamed the Cock. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, it is when you have short news. You know, you gotta. Co- gotta Coaster that recommends "Hunt the Truth." He says it really gets into Master Chief's backstory. Okay, so Halo. All right, I'm gonna check that out. That could be interesting. I, I, I like my Halos. I'm not. I don't know if I'm gonna get five or not. I'm on the fence, but mm-hmm. not nothing against the series. Halo. So much first-person shooters, man. I've played too much of them. <coughs> I, I've been taking a break. I can't play first-person games, man. I really can't. I get motion sickness. It's weird. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Like, ever since Doom. I can play Doom for, like, five minutes, and then I'm like, nope, can't play no more. <laughs> and Kosei listed some more. He said, smart wrestling fan... Excuse me. Marking out Matt Men wrestling soup turnbuckle talk. He said he can go on for days. I believe it. I, I don't know if I can pick up any more wrestling podcasts at this point. I'm yeah. like... Uh, <laughs> I, I love Cabana's podcast, but I still have about 50 episodes backlogged on that. Um, I'm at least 50 episodes of a VOA backlog that I haven't listened to, which is one of my favorites as well. But it's just, a, it's like I said, they're starting to pile up. I got my go-to. I got my hockey podcast. When that drops live, I always listen to that. Partly because they also talk about wrestling. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> That's hosted yeah, I, I by... Oh, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead, huh? I was just gonna say it's ho- one of the hosts is the uh, the guy who started the law radio podcast. He was the original uh, voice on that particular, possibly oldest wrestling podcast out there. And the other guy's Puck Daddy of Yahoo Sports. He lost the uh, pie challenge to Bailey of the LA Kings, who did not make the playoffs for Haha LA Kings this year. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. Uh, I haven't been on CM Punk's Twitter, but I'm sure he's been picking on Bailey. <laughs> I want to see a, a live stream of Joe playing Mirror's Edge. It's a first person parkour game. He'll end up in a coma. Oh, God, you're probably right. <laughs> I was just talking to somebody about video games yesterday, and. Uh, I, I made a Portal reference, right? Because Portal's a first-person puzzle game. Oh, that would also kill you. Yeah, I, I've tried playing it. I can't do it. I like, So I made a Portal reference, because I made a cake. And I was like, mm. you're, you're coming over for cake, right? And then we started talking about uh, video games. 
And I was like, well, I assure you that uh, since we're talking about video games, the cake is not a lie. <laughs> and she's like, ah, Portal! Like, yeah, I can't play that because I get sick. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get, like, th- like, it started with Doom. Like, I would get, like, I'd start sweating, like, cold sweats, shaking, and, like, real nauseous. It's like, I can't fucking play this game anymore. And then as I started trying to play like more first person games, it's like I really can't fucking do this. <laughs> it's all Doom's fault. <laughs> fucking Doom. <laughs> now how many houses are on fire? What? They're saying when someone says Doom a house catches fire. Oh that's that's right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a reference to the uh, the sewers being on fire in Buffalo. <laughs> how the fuck does a sewer catch fire? I Did the allegations rebel? I guess. Eddie cousin Eddie checks the shitters. <laughs> I saw like three people post online like holy shit man manhole covers just exploded in my neighborhood. Like what? What? <laughs> fuck. Yeah, seriously. I'm like, what the fuck? So I found a video of it on, on uh, our, our local NBC affiliate, channel two. And um I commented on one of uh, one of them, and this girl goes, "Yeah, because you see this manhole cover just flying through the air." And she goes, "Yeah, that one was right outside my house." <laughs> oh, shit, yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, it, it, it happens more often than you think. Well, I it, don't know. At least in my city, Mythbusters yeah, did a uh, Mythbusters did a myth about it. Yeah, that's sometimes because of water. Sometimes with like, things like gas leaks. So that was what happened uh, oh, a little while ago. I, I think it was about. I guess it's last summer, maybe. I don't remember exactly. I just remember on, on Reddit, there's a whole bunch of people in the Calgary sub posting uh, video and f- photos of it one night I was at work. The boredom killer. And I went to search for it, and then I found, like, uh, about 20 other results all with different dates in Calgary. I'm like, oh, shit, this happens all the time in my city. Yeah. Huh. Weirdness. Yeah, I, I, I just kind of, like, I saw a couple of people that are in a... a band uh, that I'm friends with and they were posting about it and then somebody I somebody I met at a show a few weeks ago was posting about it and I'm like oh shit that's crazy <laughs> at least it's not happening here where I'm at doom <laughs> yeah maybe that's what happened maybe 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 I'm my mentioning of the video game doom <laughs> who knows I'm, I'm gonna stop saying it now <laughs> Uh, mood. Mood. That's how you reverse the facts. You just say mood. Mood. There you go. <laughs> Curtis Axel, by the way, has been in the Royal Rumble for 76 days, 16 hours, 41 minutes, 31 seconds, and counting. Often duplicated, never eliminated. <laughs> Often imitated, never eliminated. Imperfection. Yeah. Even talking about him, you get there. <sighs> no, I heard, uh, I heard uh, this rumor that um, Band-Aid Face and uh, Iron Sheik uh, have some sort of relevance to our podcast this week. Nelly is actually going to jail. I just saw that on uh, on Facebook. It was uh, one of the trending things on Facebook, and I see that uh, the Iron Sheik has already tweeted about it. So tell us about it, JT. Let's go to JT land. <laughs> Yay. Nelly, don't you take your fucking calls off in the prison, bubba. At Houston Rockets, dead dogs shoot better than the Josh Smith. 
Hashtag Coachella 2015. Big fucking deal. I'm the fucking god of the suplex city. Ultimate warrior. Nobody ever forget you, Bubba. Please go fuck yourself zero to the hundred times. The Duke Iron Sheet class. Pope Bubba, you need to eat less pasta, Bubba. You want to be like the legend you eat the shish kebab, kebab and the green rice. And on that note, good night. Go fuck yourself. Not much. There wasn't much this week, like I said. Slow news week. Well, what about uh, what about this book review? <laughs> yeah, um, so I bought, while watching the pre-show on the network for nine ninety nine. I bought Booker T's new book. I downloaded it on the Kindle app, and unfortunately it wasn't nine ninety nine. But Kane was there, though. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Do you want me to just talk about it? or? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so basically, have you guys, any of you guys read the first book? I did. Okay. I haven't, but I know what it's about. Okay, so you know how, you know, I, if you haven't read it, I'd recommend reading that one. Um, it's it's really good. He's, he, you know, he, he kind of has a different story from, like, all these, all these other wrestling books. They're like, oh, yeah, I was always athletic, and, you know, I got on, to, I got on the, this sports team, and then I got injured, so I went into wrestling, or I was always a wrestling fan, and, you know. Well, Booker's T, Booker, his first book, you know, spoiler alert if you haven't read it, basically, you know, he was, a, he was raised in the hood he was raised up by you know in, on the streets and you know that's what i really liked about that book well the, it, it stops right as he gets him and his brother get into wrestling well this book picks up right where it lets off and basically it, it's basically he basically does his entire wrestling career in the book which it, which was it's okay if you like to hear about wrestling stories i i didn't particularly like it that much i liked it but i didn't you know, I like the first, I, like I said, I like the first book better because you know it was more like his struggles. You know how, how you know how he struggled with life, just you know everyday life. You know this was basically kind of like, yeah, we it came, I got into wrestling. It came naturally. I feuded with this kid. It was basically it's basically like almost in depth with every single feud he had. He's had in wrestling. Um, I learned you you learn not to touch his Red Bull. I'll just say that in the book. <laughs> <laughs> There's he he legit actually threw out one of Sabu's friends because he was drinking one of his Red Bulls and he won't he won't name the guy and I don't think I think he was just there for a tryout and he he's like I never saw the guy again. But um, it's basically his 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 entire wrestling career how he became you know how he became champ you know U.S. TV champion U.S. champion WCW champion you know all the way up to you know. In the, up to King of the Ring, um, like I say, it, it, it's basically a bunch of stories about his feuds. Um, like I say, it was it's a it's a good book. I wouldn't say if if you read the first book, you're I I don't like this book as much as the first book. The first book I like a lot better, um, but that's pretty much about it. I don't know if there's anything if there's anything you guys want to know about it. Mm, apparently not. <laughs> but Kane was there, though. <laughs> I bet he was. Uh, how many times does he say "shucky ducky quack quack" in the uh, in the book? Not once. And yes, he does mention TNA, but it's very little toward the end. He does mention being in TV, TNA in the book. Somebody acknowledged oh. TNA. Yes. Wow. 
it, like I say, it wasn't a lot in the book. Like he mentioned, like there was a little bit. You know, he, he talked about his time. He talked about how it wasn't how how it was pretty much. It was as confusing as being in WCW, you know, and how he created the um, he he Hulk Hogan the Legends title, um, <laughs> and you know it's 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 like I said, it's, if you want to check it out, check it out. Um, I I I am not gonna say if, if I'm not gonna say it's as good as the last book. I, I don't want to lie. Um, I did because I didn't particularly I liked it, but I didn't like it. You know, it was it was kind of like. Jericho's latest book. I liked it, but you could tell it was just kind of rushed. He was getting it out, just getting it out there for the sake of. I want. They wanted me to put another book out, so I'm putting another book out. Um, but if you like hearing road stories, you know, you know, you'll like the book. You know, it's basically you know him on the road. With, you know, he talks about Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit. You know, his feuds with. You know, you know he talks about his Triple H feud. And how and how you know the whole you know storyline that they went through was pretty much you know legit. Him being a crim- the criminal storyline was you know him legit being you know how legit it was because if you read it for his first book, you know you know he was he was in jail. He went legit went to prison for like two or three years, I think it was. But you know, and, then, and he doesn't even see, he doesn't say he doesn't say he doesn't. What am I trying to say? About that, I don't Harry know. Triple H for being racist. Yeah, no, he he doesn't. It, there, nothing gets even mentioned about race about that. So I don't. What about the angle feud? Where he wanted oh, to have the one where he says bestiality sex with Charmel. Yeah, I was waiting for him to read to, to say that, but he he, he oh. it's it, it it got Chris Benoit. It, it's like it never happened. Did he mention we coming for you? No, he didn't mention that. Like I said, that, like there's, like I said, there's. He, he mentions the the um the end the the part where he says the N word to Hulk Hogan. We're coming for you. You know, he mentions that gets mentioned. Yeah, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, he meant he does mention that, and he, he basically said basically just flubbed. It was just it was a it was basically a um, look on his face. A heat of the moment thing. It was literally a heat of the moment thing. He's like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> And he's like, and then now, now it's like it's one of my most legendary, you know, it's my most leg- one of my most legendary moments. But, but yeah, that's that's it. That's my confusing mo- my confusing book review. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well then. Okay, so basically, if you like wrestling stories and you like Booker T, you might like this book. Oh yeah, like I said, I'm not saying it's a terrible book. It, it it's it's it doesn't it's it, but I just I like I, I like it, it suffers the um the you know the second album syndrome. It's it's the right. second book. You know, it's not going to be as good as the first. And Coaster blames the Illuminati and the millennials. God damn it, <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, but yeah, it, it's it's kind of got the you know the the sophomore slump deal anyway i i like i said it's not nothing not every book not every second book can be how to become world champion in 1000 whatever days (laughs) (laughs) but yeah on that note that's all i got to say about that Shout out to AngryMarks.com, DailyWrestlingNews.com, CheapHeat.com, of course, and our boys at Booker T's. 
waiting for them to implement their new uh, sales uh, techniques there so we could get those Brack Lesnar shirts finally. So what happened to Matt's, fa- Matt's fan forever, G? He fucked out. He just got fucked out and Reddit ate him up. He's been posting a bunch of uh, information, whether or not he's an insider or not, nobody really knows. But uh, yeah, last weekend he, he started liking himself to Jesus. and You know, yeah, sorry Mark, your God is dead. Oh. And the, the fake parody accounts are just piling up. So he's uh Did Dolphin someone say God, brother? Hey, Dolphin1925 himself. And his last post is uh, four days ago, and it says, I'm officially out of here. <laughs> so I, I, I denoted him from the show notes. Okay. Yeah, it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Uh, AJ Lee sent out a thank you tweet. Break the rules. Be a fighter. Any dream is possible if you are brave enough to do it your way. Thank you all. And she apparently informed WWE that she was tri- retiring right after WrestleMania 31. It still gave her that match on Monday, though. They did. I'm going to show that ass one more time. Uh-huh. All of all the fans of 12-year-old uh, women body types, uh, they were happy. It creeps me out that she's older than me, but I constantly feel she's younger because she just she's tiny. Right. <laughs> Connor Mahalik's dad sticks up for Justin Roberts. He says, regardless of what's said, Justin Roberts loved Connor and we love him. That's what counts. I will never forget all he did for Connor and now me. Brock Lesnar knew he was losing the WWE heavyweight title before he signed his new three-year contract. He announced his new deal on ESPN on March 24th, so he was aware he was dropping the title even before that. Wait, you mean people know the outcomes to these fights? I know. Who knew? <laughs> yeah, well, the thing is, is the thing is that's that's the thing. You, he didn't. He, yeah, he knew he was dropping the title, but he was also gonna, not going to get pinned for it. So you know, as long as he, you know, you're getting that. Okay, yeah. He didn't make Reigns look strong. So that's the interesting know. thing about the whole uh, bit we talked about last week, where they apparently changed it during the actual event. Oh, that was a bitching I wanted to do about SmackDown. Just real quick, because we've got plenty of time and no news. <laughs> um, it started with, basically, it looked like it was going to be the ghost of Teddy Long, sending up Brian and Ziggler versus Big Show and Sheamus. I think, no, no, wait, yeah, something like that. Someone else in Sheamus. Barrett. Barrett, Barrett and Sheamus. And I thought, okay, that's kind of cool, you know, little guys versus big guys thing and then fucking Roman Reigns comes out makes it a six man and yeah let's give the midgets a giant of their own who will get the win because he's a fucking giant fuck you Uh, that made me angrier than it should have been oh well (laughs) yeah fast forward through that (laughs) I didn't watch it (laughs) Uh, the primetime players reminded us how much the ascension suck catch up style (laughs) <laughs> JoeCena.com <laughs> I, I love these primetime player sketches Like they started doing the same bit that they did Last week on Smackdown And it's like oh man They're doing the same fucking shtick again And then they started turning on the Ascension And they brought out the, the you know, shoulder pads With the orange traffic cones taped to them <laughs> Yeah okay that's 
That works. That's good. <laughs> but it didn't help the Raw rating, which plummeted going against NCAA Finals. 3.96 million viewers and a 1.33 rating in the 18-49 demographic, down 26% and 28% respectively from last week's 5.36 million viewers and 1.86 demo. Now, isn't it something like that Raw was about 26% higher than usual? Which means it, it sounds like they literally lost all the new fans they could have gained at WrestleMania. Right. <laughs> uh, Chris Jericho, we were talking about this uh, podcast earlier, uh, he confirmed via his Twitter machine that his questions for John Cena were screened, he says... For those that worried that tonight's for those worried that tonight's podcast with at John Cena is going to be corporate, you're right. All of my questions have to be approved by Jack Tunney. Jericho's podcast was the third highest viewed live event in WWE Network history. God damn it! Yeah. Yeah. Well, one and two are the yeah, the, the Austin podcasts. Probably. Probably. <laughs> no, no, that's what, that's, I read it somewhere else. I read oh, okay. All right. From, from the other site. I read, I was reading one of their articles. And oh, okay. The, that the, was the first thing I thought when I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think, I think the number one was, was the Vince McMahon one, and the number two was Triple H. So you just keep declining, is what you're saying. Okay. <laughs> WWE originally wanted The Rock versus Triple H to happen at WrestleMania this year, not next year, but Rock's filming schedule left that out of the question. It could interfere du- during the ma- of with doing the match next year as well. Of course, Rock was on WrestleMania, so yeah, well, he can talk, but he can't wrestle. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's the train training stuff too, man. He, otherwise, he'll just go in there and uh, you know gas himself like he did in well all well, Romanians has been in lately. Yeah, yeah. He, he, th- that's the thing that you say. Yeah, he was there, but you don't know that the next day he had to be in, on a movie set. You know, yeah. Well, he could he's in New York City. WrestleMania, but he, you know, he could. He, you know, he can't if he's got to okay, go be on a movie set the first thing. Fair enough. Morning. <laughs> that's right. And he flew. He flew out after doing SNL at like four a.m. with Rousey. So this is just another problem that can be solved by the magic that is Damien Rocked out. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that works. Just that works have him me. start training now and just bulk up like mad until next year. WWE is pushing for more than just a for more than a mixed tag match at WrestleMania next year. They want Ronda Rousey to have a singles match with Stephanie McMahon. There's no deal signed for Rousey to appear at WrestleMania 32, but there's an understanding between her and WWE that she'll be on the show. She has a message for Walmart, by the way. Ronda Rousey does. You can watch my success from the sidelines. They refuse to sell her forthcoming autobiography in stores because it's too violent. That's funny because you could buy rifles in one part of the store and Grand Theft Auto Five in another and hockey sticks of baseball bats in yet another. Yeah, that, that's one of the things I would never understand with Walmart. They won't sell fucking uh, albums with parental advisory stickers, but you go the next aisle over and they'll sell unrated, uh, unrated DVDs of, like, fucking, like, D... Um, They'll sell like Halloween unrated and our um yeah hey you know they'll like you know an unrated movie that goes that sell they they sell a, that goes on un, an unrated version of it. It's like you make no fucking sense. And, and 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 you know God forbid we sell an action figure that comes with a mannequin head, right, Al Snow? <laughs> what does everybody want except for Walmart? <laughs> uh. Yeah, Walmart's fucked. Yeah. Indentured servitude. 
Yep. I don't love them. WWE has filed new trademarks specifically for Suplex City and Balor Club. The former, of course, is for Brock Lesnar. The latter for Finn Balor. Balor was, of course, part of the Bullet Club in New Japan. Uh, new trademark applications also for New Face of Fear for Bray Wyatt, Lone Wolf for Baron Corbin, The Vigilante for Sting, and Anti-Diva for Paige, The Beast Within for Brock Lesnar. Along with Starcade, Halloween Havoc, and WWE Nation, and Super Friends Crew. Adrian Neville is getting friends. <laughs> I guess so. So... Oh. Before I'm gonna go off real quick for a second. Speaking of Super Friends, I wa- I bought this uh, Justice League versus Bizarro League Blu-ray, and I watched it last night. And one of the trailers they had in it was for the Flintstones WWE thing. <laughs> and sadly enough, I might actually want to watch it. I really need to watch that. It's it's <laughs> not terrible. <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah, I, I find it funny that they're. I was just watching a pay per view the other day. It was World War Three, n- the last one, which was either ninety eight or ninety nine. And Scott Hall came out wearing a jacket that said "Lone Wolf" on it. <laughs> they're gonna sue Scott Hall. You wore our trademark ten years, uh, fifteen years before we applied for it. Damn it! Hey, yo, you take it out of my 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 legends contract. <laughs> New season of Tough Enough will begin on USA starting June 23rd at 8 p.m. Eastern. Chris Jericho is now believed to be the host of the new season of Tough Enough. I really hope Kayfabe News has an article of him being announced as a new host of Redneck Challenge. I know, right? He's replacing Austin and everything else. <laughs> or whatever it is, the Broken Skull Challenge thing. Yeah, Redneck, Redneck Island. Island. Yeah, the other one. The Redneck one. Smackdown, by the way, speaking of, well, actually, Chris Jericho's new web series, Nothing to Report, debuts Monday via Comedy Central's website and YouTube. Uh, Nick Mundy stars opposite him on the show. Smackdown is moving to USA in January 2016. Uh, The Variety magazine says Smackdown is coming to USA because they're targeting a millennial audience with live or live action programming as opposed to more scripted shows, and they also firmly believe that there should be one single destination for WWE in the NBC Universal family. Do they not know how scripted wrestling is? Uh, so instead of being the SVU network, they're going to change it to the WWE network? And um, Coaster, Coaster <laughs> says oh, yeah, Taz was the original was. mayor of Suplex City. Yes, he was. <laughs> Iron Sheik God damn millennials! Iron Sheik's always going to be the president of Suplex City. Coincidentally, Wrestling Observer reports that USA wants SmackDown to strengthen their ratings so they can remain the number one network on cable television. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. This one is for G. No. No. It's okay. It's already been debunked. (laughs) Really? Yeah, but let's read it anyway. The Great Khali says he's coming back to WWE. Is this his quote, legitly? Apparently, yeah, it, was, it was not a newspaper. How come it doesn't say clunk, dirt, 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 He probably had to write it down. I don't know. It's <laughs> not that I had no offers from the WWE. I voluntarily take break as I need some established institute in Jahandar. Things back on track need back in ring, back wrestling India. They are trainees, <laughs> country. There are four girls apart from 30 boys being trained. I Hold on, those sound like words. 
I'm not going to get opportunity to post porn or provide a face for good. Well, how's that? Better? <laughs> Better? <laughs> Excellent. So, what do you mean it's been debunked? Wrestling Observer have already debunked this, but this is also a case of people not actually reading the article properly because it mentions Carly being gone for two years when he's been gone about a few months at the most. True. So people think that India is just really slow with news because he did disappear for two years at one point. <laughs> well, slow with news or bad with time. <laughs> Both. And, uh, you know, that. in all fairness, that's about how long it takes Kelly to get from the top of this entrance to the ring. <laughs> Can you imagine if he was at WrestleMania this year? That thing was long. Oh, God. Oh, could you imagine if it was a flat race between him and Randy Orton? Why do you think he's always been on the pre-show of WrestleMania? <laughs> they send him out first, and, and 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 I've been to one of these, by the way. They said they have the battle royal, right? And they send him out first, and everybody else gets the ring before he does. <laughs> I'm not yep. kidding. This actually happened. Did that happen to Royal Rumble? Probably. Yeah, I remember. I remember watching one of the watching one of the something. These like I think it was one of those things where the whole back crowd come from the back comes out to defend somebody, and of course he comes out and like every yeah. sees every superstar running in front of him. Everybody gets right past him. Yeah, he's the last one there. He's the first one out, last one there. You know, if he's going to be at WrestleMania 32, he should start walking to the ring now. Yes. <laughs> so it's a long walk from India to Dallas. So yeah. They can make it a show on the network. <laughs> the, the journey of the great Kali. <laughs> the, Kali's WrestleMania journey. Uh, Linda Hogan is trying to sell her California mansion for $5.5 million. She originally paid $3.5 million for it. It's worth more because Nick is calling. Yeah. <laughs> Scott Steiner is now being investigated for felony terroristic threats over what he said to Hulk Hogan's wife Jennifer at the airport in San Jose over WrestleMania weekend. Steiner blew off the news. Typical Hogan. He's just a punk. He's also doing an indie show this week. Typical Hogan. He's just a punk. That, and that's 87.3.5%. <laughs> Scott Steiner denies he ever threatened Hulk Hogan to, or his wife Jennifer. I'm not going to dignify Hogan's lies. I didn't put my hands on her. It's not my fault Hulk Hogan is afraid of me. I didn't put my hands on her. It was the steroids that did it. <laughs> it was the steroids that put my hands on her. Now, to be fair, Hulk Hogan is a prolific bullshitter. I tend to be on Steiner's side with this. He's crazy, but he'll tell you to his face what he'll do. Yeah. Tell you to his face. That was a Steiner moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see, where are we? Uh, another lawsuit has been filed against the WWE by another group of former employees from the organization, or wrestlers anyway. Russ McCullough, Ryan Sakota, and Luther Reigns are alleging in their lawsuit that WWE had, the, had knowledge of the long-term effects of competing in the ring and trauma resulting in dementia and Alzheimer's disease. All three performers were signed at various times to developmental deals with Sakota and Weiss, uh, Weiss uh, being uh, Luther Reigns, making it to the to television with Sakota, forming a group with Yoshihiro Tajiri and Jimmy Wang Yang in the fall of, 20, uh, of 2003 and Weiss being aligned with Kurt Angle in 2004. McCullough was often compared to a young Kevin Nash during his time in developmental, but never made the jump to the main roster because jumping would tear his quads. <laughs> well, no, no, I was going to say he couldn't tear his quads. His quads don't tear as easy as Nash's. <laughs> Luther Reigns, man. Like, I remember him. <laughs> the only thing I remember about him is people saying they want him to debut with Roman. 
Yeah, right? <laughs> Seriously, oh. like, 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 they didn't make him look really, really strong. Coaster, going back, going back to a couple of stories ago, Coaster makes a, makes ask a good question. Does that mean that the U.S. title will now be the USA TV title? <laughs> that would be pretty good. I'd be down for that. <laughs> we American hasn't held it since Dean Ambrose did. Right. Uh, well, Bray Wyatt is the uh, the hardcore champion. <laughs> I posted that in the group. Check that out later. Somebody's actually been tracking who would actually be the hardcore title <laughs> champion since really? they retired it. And uh, because Undertaker beat Bray Wyatt, he actually held the hardcore title at Mania. According to this guy, because he's back to inactive, title returns to Bray Wyatt. Huh. And here's an interesting factoid um, Edge actually retired with the hardcore title. Huh. Yeah. Cool. And then he gave it to your favorite guy in the ladder match for the vacant title. Oh, yeah. Blue face. Blue dot. Yeah. yeah. Good old blue dot. Smurf face. That's a better day. We should call him Smurf face. That'd be awesome. There you go. Playboy is in love with Mick Foley's daughter, Noelle. So, so am I. Uh, not sure if Dad will be thrilled with that news. Yeah, but we are. Yeah. This is our porn section, folks. Yes, it is. Because Vivid Cabaret sound press release on the results of their poll for what celebrity they would like to see join them on stage topless, and WWE's page cracked the top five. Yeah, I can fap to that. There, there are subreddits devoted to her ass. <laughs> She's gorgeous, man. <laughs> she is. Yeah. Kevin Von Eric says his sons, Ross and Marshall, will have NXT tryouts this month. Yeah, we're, we're still want to get the, uh, the, the TNA money. All that TNA money. <laughs> the, uh, they left it on the table all 12 cents. Uh-huh. The New Japan Pro Wrestling Invasion Attack iPay-Per-View outage was not due to excessive demand. It was due to a hacking attempt that disrupted the service. Damn you, Solomon Crow. It'd <laughs> <laughs> be awesome if it was. Oh, man. They should really play off the whole Blizzard Squad and Anonymous thing more. It, it would be great, though, just that Solomon Crow is now hacking eye pay-per-view feeds to just further kill the indies. And, this is, <laughs> and the funny thing is, just, once again, you know, we've talked about uh, a couple times in the past that wrestling companies have been getting targeted lately. It's weird. Yeah, people said it would be amazing if the, they give the kayfabe story that Solomon Crow leaked Seth Rollins' dick. Yeah. <laughs> No, pretty cool. Yeah, uh, make it happen, WWE. Yeah, so far he has been the shittest hacker ever. <laughs> the New Japan. Oh, that was the one I just read. The season finale of Lucha Underground will be taped April nineteenth and air August fifth. No. There's uh, nothing official, but I've been hearing rumblings about maybe there being some kind of a lengthy delay. Uh, Vulture Underground in the future. Yeah, I heard that too. Some a problem with the season two tapings. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know much more than that. Just rumors, nothing confirmed. It's well, uh, we'll keep you updated, folks. Once we hear, we uh, definitely don't want to see that show go anywhere. No, definitely not. That's probably well, maybe a better network. Well, yeah, that's, well, that's it's not like you get really good ratings with the the Spanish language version. So I, I I'm th- I'm thinking that we we'll probably will be safe with this one. It's just you know, it just kind of sucks. The LRA thing isn't um, on that enough—not enough, but on that many television 
oh, that's... I'd like to see them find a way to remedy that. There's also the rumors about them possibly even licensing the show back to Spike. Go figure. <laughs> I'm just floating around. Yeah, I know that one's that's the best part. It's like, oh no, we're not talking about that. We're just done with TNA. Yeah. That's a wicked. That's so good. Good job, Vince Russo. <laughs> yeah, so much for the claims. Russo wasn't the reason they weren't renewed. <laughs> Yeah, I don't blame them in the slightest. Though you don't, you don't fucking lie to a company that's putting you over like they were. Mm-hmm. That's just dumb. I guess we should also say good job, you know, Dixie Carter. Uh-huh. Anyway, sp- speaking of other shows that are on television stations, not broadcast everywhere. <laughs> Since ROH and Tommaso Ciampa could not come to terms on a new contract, Ring of Honor announced that Ciampa has been fired for attacking referee Todd Sinclair at the last ROH TV taping. I knew it! I knew Todd Sinclair was actually the owner of ROH broadcasting rights. <laughs> uh, I wonder day. how many people's heads that just went over. Anyway, well, they are run by Sinclair Broadcasting. That's right. Mm-hmm. What if that, that would be the best storyline. I really should really do that. That would be hilarious. <laughs> We're making the EC3 of ROH. Yeah, why not? Why not? That would be great. Former WCW and WWE stars Shane Hurricane Helms is now working backstage as an agent and producer for TNA. Which is good because they need more agents. Every single match is exactly the same. They, he just lost the uh, Empire State Wrestling Tag Team titles at the last show to uh, Brian DeVille's guys, the uh, Hate Brigade, and he wasn't even there. <laughs> <laughs> the UK-based Fight Nation have just joined the National Wrestling Alliance. The NWA is equally excited to have Fight Nation as part of the NWA family. Uh, this is just the beginning of a, a measured expansion of the NWA into Europe, and we are looking for this valuable partnership to continue long into the future. Now, this is just uh, are they like 20 years late on this expansion thing? I didn't yeah, realize they were still going. Oh, they, they've had a bunch of uh, hiccups over the last few years, I think. Well, yeah, uh, they, they owned TNA for a while, those poor bastards. And they had, they had some falling out with some people, or some of their affiliations in Australia. I remember hearing about that. I don't remember all the specifics, although I remember... Cabana was somehow involved in that. I have no idea what exactly it was. But some sort of, like, title argument bullshit. I don't know. Have you ever heard of this uh, group, Fight Nation, Mark? Since you're a little bit more localized? No, but I don't really know a lot of British promotions. What do do you think about this expansion? Uh, This might bring some local events closer to you, man. Yeah, I don't really... the closest wrestling events to me are probably held up in Nottingham, which is still far away enough for me to not be able to just go up and go there, which is a bit of a shame. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing some closer events that I feel I can go to. I mean, we had one here a while ago, but I ended up not going because I watched a match online to do a bit of research and see if it was my thing, but it wasn't really. So I'd like to see something like a Fight Nation or anything that something more to my tastes. So yeah, go and do your A, whatever. Buy more shit. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard a lot of good stuff about 2CW, I think they are. Those are guys I would like to see. 
Yeah, 2CW is uh, local. And Preston Championship Wrestling, which is where Wade Barrett used to come from, but I don't think they tour much, given how they call themselves Preston City Wrestling. (laughs) Whatever. So I can always go up to Preston, at least. (laughs) Alright, let's see, where are we? Staying with the NWA. The National Wrestling Alliance, because uh, I was switching to a different computer. National Wrestling Alliance has announced that they are going to have their own digital subscription service called NWA Classics 24-7 via press release. Our newest adventure is tentatively scheduled to be released in the summer of 2015 as the NWA presents NWA Classics 24-7, a new online monthly subscription service featuring the most classic matches in NWA history. Keep an eye on NWAClassics.com for more information. Former NWA president Steve Rickard has passed away at the age of 85 years old. Born Sidney Bat, he had a pro wrestling career that spanned from the 1940s through the 80s and was instrumental along with Jim Barnett in bringing the top wrestling talent in the world to compete in his all-star pro wrestling promotion. He also had a successful pro wrestling TV show that aired for almost a decade called On the Mat. Our condolences, of course, to his family, friends, and fans. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't as influential directly in in our area, I guess, but uh, clearly had his fingerprints on uh, the, you know that particular territory. So right, uh, gotta gotta always give a little bit of acknowledgement to uh, to this dude. So this video you put in here, if I play this, is this just like the Family Matters theme with WWE stuff video? Yes, and the facials are awesome. So. You know, if you don't want to play it on a show, you don't have to. Uh, but I'm you know, forty-five it's seconds, and it, it's the, the guy found some fucking hilarious clips to go along with it. So that's uh, more for you guys. Yeah, I'll check the, that out later. People yeah, it it I'm watching it now. Uh, I'll check yeah. it out in a little bit as soon as the show's over. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This is good clips. Good, good, good all other jobs. Former NXT. Former NXT star CJ Parker turned up at CZW last night. Uh, he trashed CZW, name-dropped uh, name John Moxley, and had a match that got the crowd to chant CJP before he flipped them off. He then did a quadruple powerbomb and told the crowd it was a gimmick, and I didn't even want to do it when the crowd chanted, Fuck your planet at him. <laughs> Just reading all this stuff from that thread made it sound like the best show ever. <laughs> Uh, I might have to go back and watch that. I'll have to watch a second CCW show. Uh, apparently, I think it was at the same show. I was uh, our former guest, uh, Black Jesus, was uh, threatening some guy because they dropped an end bomb on him. Fucking mm. racist bastards! Obviously, we we're gonna side with the guy who was on our show and educated us a lot about CCW. Yeah. It's getting downvoted and shit too, which is even more annoying. Sometimes I fucking hate Reddit for that. Sometimes it's like, dude, come on! You, you obviously you side with the guy who's getting like derogatory comments made about him. Like, fuck off! Oh well. Uh, this is interesting. This is uh, part of our anything else section. Uh, if you're wondering why Lillian Garcia doesn't announce Adrian Neville's weight, a scientist at Reddit has you covered. It's not because he's a cruiserweight, but because weight is measured as mass times gravity. Forgotten by gravity, your weight would effectively be zero. He's kayfabe weightless. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> uh, let's see. This is uh, John Cena on how he avoids getting erection during matches. 
I just think about choosing convenience over true love and of a life buried under compound regret. <laughs> I suppose uh, this image will probably help me understand that better. Uh, it's just... I yeah okay I don't know. <laughs> that's that's exactly what it says. How he avoids getting an erection during matches. Okay. And this is what G's been waiting for, WWE, to release the Best of Great Kali no-disc box set. Didn't they announce that a while ago? <laughs> when was this article written? September 15th, 2014. <laughs> From Kayfabe News. Well, I said, I'm sorry, I just saw it on my feed this morning. Oh, so okay, alright. <laughs> <laughs> alright. I, I pre-ordered it. Still oh, waiting for it. I'm here to say, stay rock tells WWE fans months before <laughs> Before three months absence. Uh, pretentious wrestling fan only likes wrestlers who don't actually exist. There <laughs> <sighs> was no comments though. I thought they had comments of people taking this shit seriously. Uh, Alright, well they're, they're on their Facebook page. Yeah, yeah. Fan with replica belt walking around like he's pretty hot shit. Yeah. <laughs> <So loud>. <laughs> <laughs> Eli Johnson, a two, a twenty-nine-year-old wrestling fan from Dallas, seems to be mistakenly make, seems to mistakenly believe that fellow attendees of a pro wrestling convention are enormously impressed by the made in China replica championship belt slung over his shoulder, with his chest puffed out and a strut in his gait. Johnson is carrying himself with the self. A grinding swagger of a, the WWE superstar who actually earned the belt rather than a, an Arby's night manager who bought it off eBay for for seventy five dollars. Hey man, if you can get one of them replica belts for seventy five bucks on eBay, do it. <laughs> JT will tell you he owns one. Proudly, proudly, padly, pad. Proudly patting the belt's yellow plastic face, Johnson scans the convention hall to see how many people are gazing at him in reverent awe. Seeing none, he assumes they are intimidated by his coolness. The belt, which Johnson effectively calls my strap, was assembled in an overworked eight-year by an overworked eight-year-old boy in Shanghai who seems with insatiable hatred for the Western consumerism and the decadence it represents. Johnson, however, speaks effusively about the proud lineage of the belt and carries it with him to every wrestling about every wrestling event and psychiatric therapy session he attends. Wandering around the convention, Johnson finally finds a kindred spirit clinging to another cheap replica belt and hoping someone will pay attention to him. The Iron Cheek. <laughs> Breaking news, Scott Steiner has allegedly said a coherent sentence. Hulk Hogan is a person of dubious character for whom I feel no affinity. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I kind of love kayfabe news. Well, to be fair, they were completely correct recently when they said Raw after Raw after WrestleMania expected to be blah. Yeah, true. Yeah, damn it! I wish I could find. I wish I got my replica belt for seventy-five bucks. <laughs> I think what that is 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 like they have now the. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck they call them, but they they sell them for like a hundred bucks. And they look like the actual replica belts, but they're plastic. Uh. You know, yours is like uh, some form of metal. <laughs> yeah. It might cost like 400 bucks. 
Yeah, yeah right. Like I, I got these mini ones up here that were they were thirty five when I got them, and now they're like fifty bucks to get them. <laughs> they're not as bad as the money in the bank briefcases they were selling, which started at seventy five and ended up going way way higher. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, we it. I think that's it. Well, speaking of the shop, you can now buy an Axelmania shirt. Go buy it. Sweet. Uh. For only nine ninety nine. No, it's not. But it, it should be. <laughs> I wish. Uh, you can buy the nine ninety nine shirt for nine ninety nine. Yeah, you can also buy the women's one for like seven ninety nine at one point. <laughs> I think so. Joe. I'm not kidding. I. I at Think So Joe, at you of the internet, at random redhead, at Mark underscore noisemere, at Bruce and that's Pro Wrestling Fan, and follow us, Facebook.com slash Pro Wrestling Fan, our thanks to Gary Barnage of the Cleveland Browns for joining us today, and we'll see you next week. Sir! That time I got my dick caught in my JYD thumb wrestling doll. Chains actually hurt. Fuck Duke. You can buy John Cena's replica title things. His. I uh, fucked that up. Go <laughs> Duke. Good night, everybody. <laughs>